just the stuff I got for Christmas. Well, you cleaned up. What'd you get? Five flannel shirts. Four big mud tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. Gifo, you got Jeff first 12 days to Christmas. I know that. I got it covered. Look over in the corner. That's yours, too? Yeah, 12 pack of Bud, 11 wrestling tickets, 10 of Coke. Congrats to us for burying the lead for an hour. Forgot the biggest story of the day yesterday. James Pierce charges dropped. And Russell thought we should suspend him for the bowl game. You gotta let the legal process play out, folks. You can't immediately send someone to prison. What what if Heupel had made a rash decision and suspended him for the bowl game only for the charges to be dropped? We'd be livid. Hickman would already have the pitchfork and the torch over at the uh, the facility. He'd be banging on the windows, which would have to be recleaned and sanitized. You saying my hands are dirty? That was a joke. But yes, I am. There's no way your hands are clean. Yeah. There's just no way. Good for James Pierce. That's how we'll know we're back. If all these charges start getting dropped. Do your civic duty, man. How dare him drive on a suspended license? He might maybe he didn't know it was suspended, bro. Like I really that was sarcasm. Like who cares? Did the, I didn't even I don't think I read that report because it was kind of a nothing burger to me. Was his music too loud or something? Like or did they a just? <laughs> yeah, no. Was like was he speeding? Yeah, I think it was speeding. Little I little mean, speeding. Okay. He wasn't going like a hundred and a thirty-five I like in Athens, right? They, I forgot where they said it was where he was pulled over. I don't know if he's speeding down the Cumberland Strip. Can't do that as much as you could back in the day. It's too interchangey now. Yeah, that strip ain't like it used to be. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they're about to like demo it and restart again. Apparently, they they misjudged the efficiency of the current model. I drove down to the day for the first time in a long time. How'd it go? It's just annoying. Yeah. It looks so industrial now. It just it's lost a lot of its soul. Kind of like college football. Um He was uh, pulled over on Western Avenue, he was passing vehicles on the right going sixty three and a thirty five. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not even double. I mean that's just and if he was passing people, he was probably speeding up to get around them safely, I would guess. Um, Edwin Spillman is in four-star linebacker from Lipscomb Academy. Hickman, there's some of your linebacker help that you've so desperately wanted. Got to watch him play on TV this year. He's the one who demolished Eccles, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that seriously might be a reason that Eccles didn't come here. Like, nope, don't want to go up against that guy in practice. No, thank you. You say 63 and a 35? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, who hasn't done that? Kidding, I'm not making light of driving like a <laughs> maniac. Just glad the charges were dropped. I don't know exactly how, since all that stuff is filmed and radared and logged now, but I'm glad the charges were dropped. Do we like the uh, the graphics that Tennessee is using for the commits? The com- comic, yeah, comic, comic bookie? bookie. 
Are they good? Is that like hip now? I kind of like it. Okay. Just checking. Peter Burns tweeted out, These young bucks don't remember the chaos of the old school national signing day. There was only one. If someone flipped your recruit, you were screwed. There were fax machines. There were cam girls. Message boards melted down. It was the college football equivalent of HBO's Euphoria, which I'm sure Hickman has seen start to finish every episode. I have not, but Sydney Sweeney's in it, so obviously that kind of... So you've bookmarked it for later? No, nah, I don't know if I could get into it. Interesting. Uh, Hypel will have a press conference day at one thirty to recap the recruiting mm. day. Yeah, are they doing the uh, like the signing day marathon too? Are they going to go to like Memphis, Nashville, and then like a signing day dinner here? Do we know, man? Like, did all that stuff just go away with the new early signing period? I kind of like the way it is now. I'm just wondering how many signing day questions he's going to get because it could be about how's Nico. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coach, who is starting the bowl game? Yeah, I, I. Let's not talk about next year. <laughs> I wonder if at this point it's like I mean I don't know how many practices they've had now, but it's been a handful, and you haven't heard anything, and apparently the coaches have not been available to the media since bowls are uh, since bowl practice started, and they also have had a bunch of veteran players come talk to the media, but none of them have been Joe Milton. Like, are they trying to keep you? Okay, it's looking good. Here, here's here's something for you though. If you were gonna play Nico, would you announce it? Would you give Iowa like the heads up no, that you're starting true freshman? I mean, I, I know we be about Joe saying he's opting out. Right, but if maybe if would you want that if you're the coaching staff, or would you say, hey Joe, if you don't want to play, that's cool, but keep it under wraps so we can prepare Nico and not have them preparing for him. I mean, I know there's. I'm about to devil's advocate myself. There's not exactly a ton of film on Nico to go and study if you're Iowa. No, there's but, not. But maybe uh, Heupel's trying to keep some things under under his hat for the bowl game. Maybe it will be Nico, but we're not going to know it until day of. Was it – who was it this weekend that refused to announce their starting quarterback until right before the game? I thought it was in the NFL. Was oh, it, it was not? Seattle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. Seattle, they they, yeah. they would not let anybody know who was going to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, because was Drew, Pete Carroll. Drew Locke didn't know until like morning of. Like, hey, you're right. starting it. And then they he refused to leak it to the media. They just said, oh, based on the injury report, great we just have post to wait game and see. interview. By the way, with Drew Locke, if you I heard I heard it. bits and pieces of it. Everyone said he came off really, really likable. Which oh, is, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never didn't like Drew Locke. I always thought he was a pretty good player. Um. But I heard bits and pieces of it. That was a cool moment for him. I mean, that's got to be tough. Because he was a first-round draft pick, was he not? I don't think he was first-round draft pick. I thought he was I late first-round. Top but he, three? Okay. Maybe so, top two? But he gets there, and then you're waiting on the bench, waiting for your opportunity, wondering if that opportunity is ever going to come. Then you get in and lead a game-winning drive. That's a great story. Hell, he might have been first-round. I thought he was, but I thought he went late. He put up numbers, and it seems like every year in the – NFL draft, there's always like one quarterback on a bad team who gets like really hyped up. He was number 42. He was second round. He was the, what's that, 10th pick, second round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he seems like a really likable guy. Good for him, man. That's great. Although I don't know that we want uh, former Missouri players getting a lot of shine right now. I will, like, those are the two, right? Are those the two schools you're looking at right now and saying, hmm, they really are making a run at this thing? Is it Ole Miss in Missouri? Yeah. Drinks have been crushing it. Which makes no sense to me. Okay, he is a very likable coach. But do you, does likable mean – I mean, I feel like Heupel's likable, but like, does 
he's at Missouri. Does that mean recruiting chops carry at Missouri as long as you're likable? I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's just a player's coach. I mean, we fought, I mean offensive-minded coach, we finally got to see some of that this year. Yeah. Uh, Although he did – I mean, that running back literally fell into his lap. Yeah, doesn't take himself too seriously. He'll cut up, have a good time. I just feel like that's probably a locker room where you kind of want to be in. Speaking of Missouri, uh, defensive lineman Kellen Lindstrom is in, 6'5", 235. Boom. Shock the nation. You got that in there? Is that in the system somewhere? <laughs> Actually. The shock the nation? Actually. I feel like we have to play that just in honor of – what this day used to mean on this show. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Oh. Just, just Did you know goofing. we were the sixth most watched college football team this year? I did see we had a pretty high number. Sixth most. So we were behind. Bada boy. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, and... Are you missing one? Yeah. Texas? Nope. Which is shocking. I was shocked, too, when I found that out. Texas is eight. And we're si- we're seventh. We're, we're sixth. Okay, we're s- oh. Then I just did. You, you said Alabama, Georgia, Alabama, Georgia. Georgia's four. Alabama's one. Georgia's four. Ohio State, Michigan. Ohio State's two. Michigan's five. You're missing number three. Number three. Ohio. Oh no, I just said that. Uh, Southern Cal. No. Who? Colorado. Oh yeah, that that checks out. That I watched some Oregon seven, Texas eight, Florida State nine, Notre Dame ten, Washington eleven. Washington 11. That's wild because they were in some really, really good games. That's what that's what we were saying yesterday, though. That West Coast is just a – where is Southern Cal on that list? Uh, 13. Okay. I watched a lot of Washington this year. I don't doubt it. Fun team to watch. Did they have many late games? Like, is that part of the reason, you think? Like, well, they, they had, many, like, like they had 30 e- games. Like, well, I mean, they're evening games for them, but, yeah, they'd be, like, 9 or 10 here. They did get quite a few – 3.30 ABC slots, I feel like. I feel like Colorado did all their damage early in the season. like, But maybe they were watched throughout the season, just watched the dumpster fire at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things. Like, the second it fell apart there this year, there were millions and millions of people across the country just waiting to hop on and bash them. Do you remember at one point before the season started, they were the number one team bet on to make the college football playoff? Which is stupid. I mean, Vegas got rich off building that hype machine. Well, that and their over-under was like two wins. I know. Yeah. And, but then, and then people put them in the playoff. Yeah. Especially after they had that. Didn't they beat somebody early on that got them real excited? Uh, Yeah, TCU, TCU in the over. Oh, that's Who right. Sucked. No, they ended up being not very good. But even though, TCU, even though TCU wasn't very good, they were still supposed to be a lot. I mean, what was that line? Wasn't it like 20-something yeah, points? Yeah, it was like 21. Yeah, they won outright. Yeah, but I mean, like people You just, didn't know Shadur Sanders was that good, though, no, either. No. And people with TCU just saw, oh, they made the national championship last year. Let's not consider the fact that they lost literally every player off that team. Right. What did they – I mean, I know they made a bowl game, but what what was their record this year? Like seven and five. They didn't make a bowl game. They did not make a bowl game. Surely that can't be right. I could have sworn I saw them on the list yesterday as we went through the bowls. Nope, no bowl game. They finished. Wow. Caleb Beasley signed. Excellent. TCU finished five and seven. Dang. Yeah, that's. A- I mean, I know like. Last year was very unexpected for them, obviously, to make the playoff. But what what are you thinking if you're a fan of TCU to go from playoff to five and seven? 
Is that is that going to happen more often now? Probably with the amount of turnover you have on right. Teams. Yeah, I was just. I mean, I'm thinking about that. Like Ole Miss. Let's say Ole Miss makes the playoff, but then they lose all their seniors and some transfer guys that graduate. Like it's very possible that that's just the likely scenario. Also, like as a ten- as a Tennessee fan, like I'm sitting here looking at us and like thinking, why the hell can't we just go to the playoffs one year out of nowhere and then just suck the next year? I almost think that'd be worse, though. I, I don't think it would be. I think I don't know. I think the anger after the bad year would be louder than the positivity for making the playoff here. I just think that's kind of what our fan base would do. Be like, yeah, but he made a playoff last year. Yeah, but he went five and seven this year. Not good well, enough. We did it after winning the Orange Bowl. I know. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. It's, Eight and four, boy. big step back. Not good enough. People are questioning hypo if he's if he's the guy. Not good enough. I mean, Sonny, good enough. Sonny Dykes, if you look at him, really, he's only had like two great years as a coach, and he's been coaching for what, 10 years? Yeah, a long time. Uh, hit our first break, hour number two. It's three and out on Fan Run Radio. Hour two continues in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. It is three and out. 865-546-8200 if you want to join us. We go down to the phone lines and get a call from Philly. What do you say, Philly? Good morning, Joe. Morning, Philly. So, uh, are y'all going to be in there tomorrow? Yes, that is the plan. And that's it? Undecided on Friday. Undecided on what? Friday. Well, I said if Rick Barnes gets beat, then you'll have a good show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> buddy, <laughs> buddy, if you lose to Tarleton, I don't know. Like, I may you, never do radio again. Have you guys looked around at college basketball this year? I feel like it's been I so upset heavy already. Like UCL, UCLA last night lost to like Cal Northridge or some, some weird Cal school. I saw Providence got a big win over Marquette. Yeah. Kim English. He might be the real I deal, Philly. Gaines. Did you see Devontae Gaines? Didn't look like the same uh, player that was here. It looked like he was been starving to death when he was here. <laughs> what did he do last lot. night? 18 or 20. What? Really? Wow. That's people. I, for years, people said he was the best player in practice. <laughs> they said he was awesome. Like Josiah Jordan-James called him maybe the best player on the team. Well, Rob Lanier brought him in here. Uh, and Rob Lanier, I think, is uh, – Doing fairly well at SMU right now. I have not kept up with them this year, but I don't doubt it. But uh, you're talking about when Barnes leaves, uh, I'd say Kim English would probably be up there on top of your list and Dusty May. That'd probably be the two lean candidates for Tennessee's job. Hmm. What do you think? Where's Dusty May at now? FAU. FAU, okay. He, he, never, he just flirted with everybody and never left. Is there a tie to him, Philly? Danny White. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Although um, he's an Indiana grad, uh, mm. and that Woodson—he's—he's he's, he's just uh, you can see that's getting ready to happen. What do you think? No what do you think is more likely that uh, Danny White would go after English and and kind of keep that Barnes tree together, or that Danny White would say, "Hey, 
I have a pretty good track record of hiring basketball coaches. I'm going to go out and find my guy. Well, whatever it is, I hope it gets a good one because you know, Tennessee's uh, according to what everybody says, they're a top ten program now in the last uh, few years. I think Ganey's going to be high on the list as well. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the brand is definitely uh, strong. I don't. You don't get an assistant coach to be a hire no. here. Good Lord, we've gone through that crap before here. <laughs> yeah, Hickman, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I like it. Went to California, you know. That is That's true. true. Ole Miss is now top twenty-five team. They're maybe yep. eleven to zero last they night. They snuck in. Who they beat last night? Troy. Troy. Okay. But yeah, you, you throw you throw a bag at Chris Beard, Phil. After you know oh, some more time passes, that would be interesting. Yeah, I would the, take that. About yeah, Jay I'll Wright sitting Beard out there. Jay Wright sitting out there. <laughs> I mean, like, what what is the ceiling for Ole Miss basketball? Like, regardless of who the coach is, Sweet Sixteen. Not the same as uh, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss in football. It's the same thing. Yeah. They're never going to win the SEC, but, you know, they're, they're going to have, you know. Maybe they next might get year. the playoff and uh, look at their schedule next year. They're building for it. Them in Missouri, they looked at the schedule and said, hey, if we're going to do it, it's going to have to be this year, and they're going out and getting players, spending the money. When, when are we going to get that philosophy? Uh, I don't know. See, I. it's so weird because we hear about, how oh this nil collective is amazing this nil collective is, is amazing but we don't know really where or how that money gets spent i mean we heard the rumor rumors about nico getting you know somewhere between six and eight million dollars i don't know if those numbers yeah. are accurate but like how much did we spend to keep guys like cooper mays and mincy and campbell and, and then how yeah how much is even in the pool for a given season to spend and i, I don't know like it's it, it, we hear it's great. We hear it's great, but we have no idea how it's utilized. So I don't. It's hard to really judge it. Well, I saw where Alabama got Texas A&M's uh, uh, tackle. Uh, I guess they just plug him in, and we, you know, bring back people. You know, everybody's talking about how uh, we want to get rid of our offensive line. It wasn't that good last year, and then turn around and uh, say it's great now. Uh, which one is it? I thought when they were healthy last year, they were pretty good. Well, when Cooper made himself, they were good. Right, yeah. He was he was I definitely the catalyst for the, the offensive line. Better than the alternative you could put out there, <laughs> whoever that would have been, going into next year. Yeah. Yeah, we but did the, not have good uh, depth. No, and hopefully he's the, they did have uh, – is the night national signing day? Yes, it's the first day of the early, early signing, signing period. Which has basically replaced National Signing Day, but yes. The actual National Signing Day is February 7th. Yep. Hmm. It's not the same, is it, Phil? And then you'll get those guys committing on their All-American games, you know, those random ones. I think they got it all screwed up the way they're doing this thing in the portal. They they should wait until after all the bowl games are over with for the portal to open up. They can't though because they got to yeah. get kids enrolled to be able to go through spring practice. I mean, mm-hmm. I I agree with you in theory, but you'd either have to move the bowl games up and start the season earlier, or then you get kids locked into where they're having to transfer mid semester or wait till the end of the semester and get there in the summer. Like the the calendar and the way it overlaps with the football season does these coaches and players no favors whatsoever. Yeah, they need to have well, a national signing day before uh, football season. And that's what's happening with Malik Murphy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's all tore up. 
That's what basketball's got halfway right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because their season runs right like all the way through the middle of the the start of the two semesters, so like it just makes more sense. Football, the way it ends right before the the fall semester ends, makes kids have to make a decision of do I want to go to the bowl game, or if they didn't make a bowl, do I want to go and re-enroll and go through spring practice and then transfer? But then if you wait, your options are limited, and so I mean. And that's what makes it tough for schools too. It's like, look at all these kids in the portal. We got to scoop them all up. But then, what if you know a bunch of really good players go in after their spring practice or after next semester? Like, there's yeah. there's no way to know. And everyone's mad about tampering. But honestly, if you're one of these coaches, unless you're tampering or getting some inside information about when a kid may or may not go into the portal, you could be left with no roster spot for a guy you desperately need. So I get yeah. it, tampering's a problem, but you almost have to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be left up a creek. Well. They created this monster, so I guess everybody's going to do it. Yeah. This is what it is. You cheat or you get left behind. That's just why, of course, it's been that way anyway. Yeah. Before yeah. they changed everything, but now it's just the open market now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. Uh, I'm just hoping we get some players in here and on this portal to help us out. We're going to get that receiver from tonight. Sounds good, Phil. Yeah, uh, it, it sounded really good initially, uh, and then he took the visit to Washington and said Washington was out. Who's it down to now, Hickman, us, and Texas? No, I don't think it's Texas. Really, I thought it was just us and Washington. I thought it was a two-team race. Brazil. Yeah, he, he'd be a nice ad. Um, his stats were good. I like his size. Is he a speed, a speed guy? Yeah, and he's he's like what That's six six four? He's six five one ninety five. Six five, okay. Yeah, he's he's a tall, lengthy guy, which I've noticed. That's the kind of player they've been going after in the portal. They tried to get Isaiah Nayor from Wyoming. It's a couple years ago. They went and got Thornton last year. He's in the portal again. Nayor. Yeah, I saw Nayor enter the portal again. That's, really? That's funny. Yeah. Well, he tore his ACL like uh, right when he got to Texas and never uh, saw he's the field. Buried. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd want to get in on him now. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that yeah. ship sailed. Which sucks because I mean, kid had potential. Yeah, he was. A, I think we're still working on Brew to come back too. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's my concern at receiver though for next year is if like say Brew doesn't come back, is you need somebody with some size and physicality out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike, yeah. Matt, Mike, receiver type. Yeah, yeah. get the big catch. But we still need somebody to break off the top going deep. That's we don't have that, and that's one thing that hurt us this year. Uh, Thornton did it on his last play of the yeah, season. Yeah, the last play. <laughs> I know it was the only catch of the year, you know. Heck of a catch. Felt like it, Phil, that's for sure. Good Lord. Well, what's the way so Milton and uh, Nico? Good. Your guess is as good as ours, man. Like, we're we going to play. We were wondering, like, if, if you knew it was going to be Nico and your Josh Hypo, maybe you don't want to announce it. You don't want to tip Iowa off to who your starting quarterback's going to be. Like, that's the only reason I could think maybe we haven't heard anything to this point. Well, I thought you was the master over the message board there, Houston. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, no, those days are long gone. I've retired. Huh. Well, I'm going to hand it on to Tom Brady there and let him Yeah, I'll give him the logins and let him comb the he boards. He hates every player we get. That's he, does. not, he doesn't hate every. I don't hate I, just most of them. I heard him doing this uh, stick about Tom Brady yesterday. You do things getting back to normal on the yeah, fan round, you know. You miss it, Phil? You miss me talking about Tom Brady all the time? Uh, I couldn't stand Tom Brady, but it, it is kind of entertaining. It's just not been the same without him in the league this year. Oh, my God. Say. 
Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Everybody's got a time to retire. Everybody Man, I, bet, I bet the women are happy Tom Brady's out there now. <laughs> he's, got more time, he's got more time available now. Yeah, well, single on the market. I'd rather him stay single and stay playing football than not play football and have some supermodel girlfriend. But what are you going to do? How's the women out there in California? They look pretty good. You know, funny enough, Phil, I actually, with the part of California I was at, I was like, man, I don't think there's anybody out here worth a damn. Wow. Did you go down there to the border? Say <laughs> <laughs> Did not. Quite the opposite, in fact. Um, real quick before we hit this break, Bennett Warren is in. Yep. I'm excited about that kid. He's going to be a good one. Uh, Jesse Perry is in. Jesse Perry. And Jordan Ross is officially in. Yes, seriously. And, Crest, I did some investigative journalism for us. That's probably a lie, but go ahead. I did. I found out why they reposted the block kid. Why? They put his wrong Twitter in the tweet. Okay. That's what I wondered if they misspelled something or yep. Do you say block? It's actually box. Yeah, box, not block. <laughs> box, block. I mean, hell, they're pretty much the same thing. A box looks like a block, and a block well, looks you like put a some box. Some respect on the long snapper's name. <laughs> it's an important position, man. Oh yeah. When we punt and kick field goals, you think I could be a long snapper for Tennessee? Like I, if I actually like train, like a. I don't think you have any eligibility left, but yeah, I think can you, you could have been. Snap it the way they do it. Oh, you Much could, less. He could learn that. He could learn that. I mean, it's not like one of those things you're just born with it. Can you sprint downfield and make a tackle on punt team? Oh, I can lay the wood. <laughs> I can lay the wood. What a break. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Front porch mistletoe kissing booth Cup filled up with some feel-good Christmas cheer Around here we got snow Notre Dame transfer Holden stays officially in Is that a big get, Hickman? Yeah, uh, especially in uh, If you look at it from a blocking standpoint standpoint. You know, I Really good blocker I see everyone kind of touting him as that I think he runs really well, and he has really good hands. I'm I'm not saying that he can't block. I'm saying that maybe he was a little underutilized as a pass catcher at Notre Dame. I think I think he's got some potential. Yeah, Notre Dame had another guy. I think they did. That was, they always yeah, do. Yeah. It's Notre Dame. They always got like, like three or four guys. And like it also, it is Notre Dame. Like not necessarily known for just coming out there and slinging the football forty times a game. Right. Uh, Jacoby Thomas is in. Don't know who that is. That's the MTSU transfer at corner. Ho oh. ho. Yay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, so people were upset, right? We lost Danico Slaughter. He was ranked the 22nd best corner in the portal. We added Jernon McCoy this morning. He was ranked the 7th best corner in the portal. Slaughter had one year left. McCoy has three years left. Obvious upgrade, right? We lost to Marion McDonald, who was ranked the 17th best safety in the portal. He had one year left. We replaced him with Jacoby Thomas from MTSU, who is the 12th best safety in the portal. He has two years left. I just find it hard to believe that he's better than Danico Slaughter. If Danico Slaughter's name was Tommy Smith, would you think that also? I'd probably still think that, yeah. I think you just like his name. 
Because his name is all world. I, I do like his name, but still. I mean, when you look at the competition Danico's played against the last, what, four years? Three years? But that's the, he, he didn't even really play all that much. And he kept getting hurt. Eh. I'll take our chances with McCoy. I don't know. I, From fresh blood. Everybody wants fresh blood in the secondary. Well, you're going to get it now. That, that, that's my thing, too. You just I, – I feel like at some point, regardless of – a player's potential, like if he spends too much time in a program with a certain coaching staff and if he gets riddled with injuries, I think at some point your growth and progress becomes a little stagnant. And I think I don't some, disagree with and that. I think sometimes the key to that is a change of scenery and something different. So well has Slaughter announced where he's going? Did he not? Was who was the one that said they were going to Arkansas? Uh, that was Slaughter. It was Slaughter. Okay, so it's Arkansas. And then Burrell is at Georgia Tech. Right. He play Arkansas as well. Mm-hmm. See if he can go and then obviously guys. we lost two to Ole Miss. We don't play Ole Miss next year. Who else went to Ole Miss? Um, McDonald. Oh, yeah. And Barron. Yeah. So how long is it going to take, though, for people to be happy with our corners? Because we don't really play a passing offense to Oklahoma next year. That'll probably be it. That'll probably I mean, be NC the big State test. going to sling it around on us with Grayson McCall and They're going to try. Jolly and They're going to try. Yeah. I mean, I think if NC State I mean, carves you up, people are going to be livid. <laughs> no, they're not. But we also aren't going to be – we're not going to have a lot of these guys So for people are going to have to, like – we're going to have to temper our expectations because it's going to be probably, oh, our corners are so much better. It should have been playing last year. Yeah, I, I'm taking the over in the Iowa-Tennessee game. This this reminds me of the Purdue game a little bit from a couple years ago. Yeah, but where, Purdue could score. Right, but Purdue's two best receivers sat out the game. And their best and, pass rusher and, was out, right? And three of our corners were out in a safety. And it's just one of those things where you're getting to see the young guys, but a team that you didn't think would score 40-something ends up scoring 40-something. I don't know. I mean, what is it, 40 right now, over-under? Yeah, I'll take it. Aiden O'Connell was kind of a dude at Purdue. No, he was good. And that tight end that we could not tackle, who I don't know if he ended up doing anything at all, but he was really, really good in that game. Yeah, the bowl game in terms of importance for me, I just I, – I feel like I'm Hickman last year. Like, I'm just kind of like – Win it or lose it, but let's just let's go out and try to improve. What changed? Because last year I know you were all pumped about winning uh, that Orange Bowl. It was New Year's Six Bowl, and it was against a team that had like kind of taken your recruiting lunch money for the better part of a decade. Um, That's they been a top program over the last. Well, they basically became Tennessee. Like they became wide receiver. You they became the high flying offense, and we were just wandering in the desert of stupid coaching. So to kind of announce we were back, I thought I thought beating Clemson would be a nice message to send to college football that, hey, this is a program that can now compete even without our starting quarterback, two best receivers, and some other guys that were out. This year it just feels like this feels like maybe it could be a springboard game, but I mean, like when we lost to Purdue, you hated the fact that we lost, but you didn't think like, oh, the momentum for the program is killed going into next year. I don't think losing to Clemson would have felt like that, but I don't think losing to Iowa is going to, you know. Not that I think we're going to necessarily lose. I'm just saying I, I don't think if you lose this game, everybody should be out on Josh Heupel. I'm pretty consistent with my takes on bowl games. Like the only reason I like the Purdue bowl game and the Music City, Music City Bowl, it didn't matter. No, it didn't. The only reason I was mad was just because of the way it went down. Sure, like with yeah. with officiating, I thought it was an extremely bad call. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. And you left that game, you know, feeling like you had a superstar returning at quarterback the following year. So yeah. You definitely felt good about the offense after that game. Tillman, I mean, Tillman balled out, and unfortunately, you know, yeah, he had the ankle problem the following year. But Akron, I'll never, I never want to play Akron again after that. Joe Moorhead, we should hold Hickman personally accountable for that, since Moorhead was a 
a Penn Stater. Yeah, I'm absolutely looking back in the box abysmal. score from that Purdue game. It was wild, the numbers. What did, what did Hooker throw for in that game? 378, five touchdowns. And what did O'Connell throw for? 534. Five touchdowns, three picks. Five. He had three 30, picks in that game. I know. I remember crazy. him. 534. Jabari Small ran for 180 and a touchdown. He had 180 in that game? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, he busted off a couple of like huge chunk plays. We ran, for, we ran the ball 63 times for 288 yards. Dallas Jones had 10 catches. I wish he could catch in the NFL. Hillman had, all right. Hillman. Tillman had what, three touchdowns that game? Yeah, seven for 150 and three touchdowns. And one of those, he had another I long had catch that got down at the one. He may have had two that got down to the one, actually. All right, we're going to hit our final break. Hour number two, come back and wrap it up on three and out. Second wife, Mary Nell. Of course, it brought his new wife, Kay. He talks all about hey, Final segment, hour number two in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. It is three and out. For our next caller, we've brought in resident Titans expert, Charlie Collier. Charlie, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Happy. Good to be uh, anywhere. Happy Wednesday. Happy signing day. Yeah. Forgot kind, about that. Kind man. of. It's not the same, bro. The roll. I know. I miss I miss the fax machine. I miss everything about actual signing day. If you flipped a recruit, you knew he wasn't going anywhere else. Are fax machine's still a thing in the no, office. No, I don't think office so. Life? I think those I think they finally the met their demise just, yeah. five cam, years ago. Cam girls though, they are still a thing. Who's doing a cam, cam girl, girl today? No, I'm just saying in general. They're around. They're around. If you've Hickman's back there on OnlyFans looking for recruiting <laughs> if you, updates. If you search the web enough, you'll find some. Uh, let's grab Titans, Bill. TB, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. It looks like to me that Josh Heupel reeled in some whoppers. Hey. Hey. He's, it, Burger King whoppers? It's a good class. <laughs> Honestly, TB, I think one of the things that hurts Heupel is that he gets guys locked into the class early. And the people who just love the drama around signing day don't really have that much of it. And they, they kind of take like, it out you know, on them. What I mean by whoppers, guys, is walleye, bass. Maybe a pike. A pike, yeah. Big striper. That, a stripe, yeah, something like that. Got it. Big fish. Yeah, big fish. Deep sea. Trophy and, fish? Uh, Trophy fish. You know, on another on another on another note, guys. You know, you you brought up you know a Peyton, you know a Peyton. You know, I'm glad Peyton Manning didn't win the Heisman because look, how many most valuable player trophies has Peyton Manning won compared to Charles Woodson? Many more. Many more. And how many Super Bowl rings does Peyton Manning have compared to Charles Woodson? I don't know how many. How many does Woodson have? Any? Did he ever win one? No. I didn't. I couldn't remember if he won one at Green Bay, but I guess not. No, I believe that was uh, Desmond Howard. Got it. Woodson didn't play for the Packers. Did he not? I could have sworn he did. I know he played for the Raiders for a long time. Yeah, he played for the Raiders, but. His team lost to uh, Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, he was on the Raiders when they lost. Hmm. Would a would a Heisman and MVPs not be pretty cool? I would rather have Super Bowl rings and an MVP than I would a Heisman Trophy. Woodson did get one Super Bowl. In Super Bowl... Uh, I would have rather Peyton Manning won zero in the NFL and busted. But won the Heisman? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because, I mean... That does nothing for me. He just made me really sad a lot as a child. He's also but he would he, come into Nissan Stadium and just beat my team. He is I mean, your most iconic football player me. though. So like it is nice to have yeah, his resume in the pros to That point came to. from the Titans point of, of yeah. view. Yeah. I understand that. I actually do enjoy and ha- I do enjoy having a guy like Peyton Manning. I wish he wouldn't have beat the Titans as often as he did. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with you there. Okay, um I, let's see here. On another note, um, I would have to say we, we're so far we're having a pretty good recruiting. We're, we're doing well in recruiting. Doing well. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's not well enough, TB, but you're top 12 in the country. The only problem is you're still eighth in the SEC because this league is a bear. Well, guys, it, it really doesn't matter. I don't give a flip what the what the other what other fans think. I still feel that I'm going to give Josh Heupel an A here. Hickman, my, that's my Hickman what are you at? You had an A minus, B plus, B B minus B minus B minus B. Wow, wow. It's not a bad grade. No, mm. it's not a bad grade. Just, I would have gladly gotten B minuses all throughout school. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing, guys, this four star and this three star and all this, I'm not turned on I never was turned on to that when it comes to these prospects. Now if it was a movie, that would be a different story. Restaurant, an eating establishment, that would be a good story. But Jim I think we've lost TB. Thanks for the call, TB. Sorry about that connection went out a little bit. Uh, let's go ahead and grab Stevie before the top of the hour. Stevie, welcome in, bud. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Hey, uh, have y'all been following Heifel's Twitter account? Yep, we have the best class in the country. He, uh, every time a, you know, a guy signs, he'll post a picture with them and he'll say, oh, ball hawk or... Uh, you know, tackling rusher, tackling machine, <laughs> tackling machine, and then for uh, home sweet for home, box guy, home sweet home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bennett Warren locking down the trenches. Our long snapper, he's from here. <laughs> home sweet home. <laughs> Marshall, oh, Marshall man. Box, he's gonna he win some it. MVPs, man. When we're punting and kicking oh, field goals. Like crazy, well, he is a uh, his name. he is a Rubio top twelve invitee. I saw that. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, sweet. Hey, what is y'all's um, favorite recruiting? I guess mantra or, or you know character or action. For me, it's when they have their GPA in their Twitter bio, like uh, Jackson uh, b- Boxer 
4.2 GPA. As yeah. if we, like, as if I was really looking at their GPA. I think that's how you know the difference between an elite prospect and a guy who's just trying to make a roster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm really smart. I'll help the, uh, I'll help the team GPA if you bring me in. Been at Warren 40 hours of community <laughs> service. <laughs> Never missed a day of school. Perfect. Goes to church twice a week. <laughs> Oh, man, it's fun. Hey, who cares about recruiting? Who cares? We'll see what happens. Merry Christmas, everybody. You too, Stevie. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, just to um, – <clears throat> uh, not to be mean, I just wanted to correct Titans, Bill. Uh, Charles Woodson did play for Green Bay, and he won a Super Bowl with Green Bay. So yeah, just wanted to beat the Steelers. I thought I was going crazy there for a second. I was like, did I get the yellow pants of Michigan confused with the yellow pants of Green I Bay? I didn't want to say anything because – I didn't also want to be wrong, but I thought you were right. That's the same Super Bowl that Rashad Mendenhall got blown up by a white guy and fumbled. Yeah, I bet that was big for you. It was. It was. Wait, who did he play for again? He played for Pittsburgh. And he's also the guy who had the comments on Twitter this no, week. Oh, yeah, about, yeah. Knew that. I just Which would be a fun game to watch. Ethan Bonner, man. That's our ace in the hole. I don't want to get into that because I – I think it would be a, a very even match across the board until we had to cover some receivers. That's what Ethan Bonner's for. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence. Just saying. Uh, Charlie, now that the, the phone calls are done, uh, how, how are you feeling on this signing day? That you said you good. forgot existed as you woke up this morning. I forgot that it was Wednesday, first of all. So that was really That'll what threw me off. And then I got on Twitter and everything's just ball hawk. And <laughs> he's in. Edge rusher. We got the commit. This man, week just, has flown by, to be fair. Like, it feels yeah. like Thursday. Um, that would be the opposite of flown by. The new, uh... No. It's Wednesday. I know. Like I said, the week feels like it's flying by. It feels like Thursday. But it's Wednesday. I know. Like, that's not the opposite of feeling like the week's not, flying by, though. If it should be... If it feels to you flying like it by. should be Thursday and it's only Wednesday, then yeah. wouldn't that mean the week is going slower? slower. Yeah, I, actually can, feels- I actually can see this from both sides of it but you're on the wrong side of it yeah, not well, really yeah kind of like if you get to thursday and you're like oh it's only tuesday oh man it's thursday this week's flying by but if you're on wednesday and it feels like thursday that travel that really means, threw him off yeah he's j- jet lag jet lag. yeah jet lag missing monday i still am sleepy yeah how does it feel like thursday you've worked one day this week like what are you talking one day about in the past, well, how many that would be one day feels like four. That means the well, week is going quite slow for you. And it's week's ending on Friday, on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Not really going to argue with you on that one. <laughs> Asking us if we're working Friday. What a nightmare. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in seven hours, according to Hickman. <laughs> Hour three next. 